This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you a story. It's called The Day After the End of Winter. So I don't share many stories on here, but this is for the holiday and it is a reimagining of the origin of Santa Claus. If that's not your thing, don't worry about it. Um, this is an early draft, but do be warned, it is not light and fluffy. This isn't a feel-good piece. If you're not in the mood for something dark, it's okay, you don't have to watch anymore. The Fae Drive Hard Bargains. If you're still here and ready to listen, let's settle back. The icy winds gusted and Nick pulled the coat of his uniform tight about him. The thick red felted wool and the warm white fur lining did its best, but nothing could stop the north wind, not fully. Yet to the home of the north wind was where he needs must go to claim the favor owed him. Jessica called out nearly to the next clearing, despite the calf-high snow. Hurry, Nick! Her red locks, long faded to silver, were tamed into a neat braid down her back. But nothing could mask her beauty, the kindness of her heart. Her own matching coat was a bright bit of cheer in the gray, wintry countryside. Her blue eyes bright and full of hope. Beside her was their daughter, Estelle, with her long dark hair swirling in the winds and her great green coat open with the carelessness of youth. Estelle had asked for something less flashy, less bright, and Jessica had obliged. Estelle, their daughter, who had thought long and hard when her parents had shared their fears with her, who had researched every option until the day with sad eyes and gentle words, explained the favor they must ask, told them the words they must use, and showed them the path they must take. But then again, Estelle had grown up with a small fay who labored in the workshop and knew their ways far dearer than even her parents who had worked with them all these long years. Nick held his hope and his mission so dear to him, it seemed both were slipping through his grasp. If this didn't work, everything they'd built would be gone and his legacy swiftly forgotten. Nick shook his head, hastened his steps, and rehearsed the words in his head for the twelfth time that hour. It might have been hours or moments in the way that time passed in this place and in this space, that they reached the birthplace of wind and snow and ice, the home of the North Wind. His queen and the fae that favored these lands. Nick couldn't help but watch and wonder at the frost sprites. Their cold beauty glimmered as they danced on the breeze. A mountain of snow beside the path opened one eye as they passed and the couple drew close. Jessica holding Nick's arm in alarm as they passed the threat and promise of the snow troll. Estelle wandered a bit from them, studying the icy land. His daughter paused in the glow that was neither day nor night in this place, though they knew the time was drawing close. 
There in the twinkling twilight, she slid off her mitt and raised a bare hand to the dancing frost crystalline fay, who alit upon her hand. With a gentle motion, Estelle lowered the fay to her shoulder, then re-gloved and stretched her legs, easily catching her parents. As she drew closer, two more dancing frost fay settled upon her other shoulder. The old couple dared not look back. Instead, they stared at the path ahead, seeing the future they had hoped to avoid writ in the dead trees that lined the path, icicles glistening in the sun, decorating corpses that would never wake again, would never see the warmth of spring. Then the trail changed into something different. A ring of evergreen trees circled a clearing in the middle of a field sat a sleeping tree of Hawthorne. We're here. Estelle spoke with an exhale filled with, was that exuberance and relief? Nick and Jessica exchanged a worried glance. This was a sacred and powerful place. The danger was greater now. Jessica squeezed Nick's hand and they continued forward. <clears throat> The tree was ringed in stones, and many a stone were covered in fay of all sizes, perched upon them. But to the center of the path lay the thrones of ice, where in all their awful and awesome wonder were the winter king and the queen of the fay. When they speak of fay, they speak of slight creatures, of their childlike appearances. But the north wind was neither. His long flowing white locks curled into his beard, such that none could tell where one began and the other ended. His cheeks were rounded and across his immense shoulders draped a silky blue robe lined in fur and embroidered with silver or, or was that frost? And his queen cut from ice, she had the slight appearance one would expect from a fay but writ large and a face that knew at once both youth and the world before humanity breathed its first. Her gown was the dancing white and silver and blue of frost swirling about as the wind. The only thing she wore that was not magic were her white elbow high gloves. <clears throat> Has another come to beseech us this night? She stood and her court stood with her. Those who were too small flittered up in the air. The king and queen ahead above all, rising easily eight feet high. Nick, remembering his daughter's words of warning, did not fall to a knee at the fay queen's feet. They appreciate respect, but to set one above yourself is to find oneself bound for life. With a gentle nod and a soft clearing of his throat, Nick spoke in a tone that would never be yelling, but could be heard across a workshop floor. I come to claim a favor owed. A snort of laughter echoed out in a blast of wind from the King of Winter. Owed? He rose to his feet. What mortals claim a favor owed? <clears throat> We are Nicholas and Jessica Apatara. We have brought renewed belief 
and favor to the start of winter. Belief and favor that strengthen winter. Nick's voice boomed out. In the corner of his eye, he saw his, just, his daughter nod ever so slightly. We have heard of you. The dazzling queen gently rested a gloved hand on the arm of her consort. Speak your favor and we shall determine if your deeds warrant such a boon. Nick knew his hand trembled and Jessica squeezed it gently as she stepped forward. They were in this together. Lady Winter, Lord Winter, we demand three things. A small domain that touches the world, large enough for the workshops and workers. The ability to deliver our works in one night and for the work to go on properly tended for as long as it favors winter. Lady Winter's tinkling laugh <laughs> joined her husband's icy chuckles and the court laughed with them. When the queen finally caught her breath, she held up a slim gloved hand and the court quieted instantly. Those are large requests for two small mortals. <clears throat> but Nick found his tongue again. For every year we do this, more humans praise winter, praise fey dealings in winter, and your own power grows. Would you give it up that easily? Hmm, a small demand is an easy thing, but the others... The queen sounded thoughtful despite her sharp voice. The king stared at the couple, then passed them and his lips curled with a calculating slant to them. How is it that you two mortals found your way through the ice and snow to the court of winter? Someone's been telling secrets they shouldn't. Nick and Jessica both shivered in the gust of winds that buffeted them. The blue-clad king strode toward the couple, and it was all Nick could do to hold his ground until the king passed them and put his thumb on the chin of Nick's daughter, raising her head. Wait! Nick raised an arm to wrench his daughter free, whatever the cost. Don't! Estelle spoke sharp and clear. And with that, Nick froze. Estelle in her green coat wasn't shivering. The frost sprites never moved from her shoulders. My king, she began, and Nick's heart froze. She'd warned them never to claim the king and queen of winter as their own. Something was wrong. My queen, Estelle stepped back from the king's soft touch and knelt. Their boon is fair, but needs a thing to seal the bargain, does it not? Her hair danced in the wind. No, Jessica whispered too quiet for any but Nick to hear as the winds roared. I was raised by humans and by fay. I'm as changeling as any you might want for your court. My humanity for their boon? You don't have to do this, Nick moaned. Jessica's sobs were silent, but she choked out. We can find another way. 
turning her bright blue eyes, eyes to match her mother's face to her parents. Estelle looked sad and eager. It was the only answer and it will work, I promise. Hmm. To have one such of you welcome and willing in my court. Let us talk. Walk with me, child. The queen gestured and the only daughter of Nick and Jessica obeyed. The north wind found his throne once more and the fey covered stones tinkled with chatter as they all waited in wonder and fear of what would come next. In the center of it all, alone in the court of the North Wind and his terrible queen, two humans held each other tight and waited for the queen's return. Nick and Jessica Apatera, your boons shall be granted, your sacrifice accepted. Estelle is your star no longer. She shall be my heir and not yours. You can serve all of the children, but never yours again, the queen decreed, and her consort laughed his icy gusts. First, we grant you our northernmost domain. Secondly, you may re-enter the human realm, but only for a moment at a time. Nick opened his mouth to protest, but the queen held up a hand. A moment for them. You can never interact with the human realm again, for once you enter it, time for the humans shall stop until you depart, or until such a time as the bargain is ended. Your deliveries, of course, can be done then. Thirdly, for so long as you dwell at the domain and continue your annual raising of human faith and belief in the Fey spirit, the bargain shall hold and you shall not age. Estelle, Jessica's voice was thick with unshed tears. You are your own legacy, I promise. This is what I want, mother, Estelle said as she slid a pack from under her coat that Nick never suspected she'd carried, looking full of her things. No wonder her coat wouldn't close. May we have a moment? Nick asked, ready to beseech the queen if that's what it took. The icy queen softened the slightest and gave a sharp nod, a moment. Estelle went to her parents and they wrapped her in their arms as tears softly trickled down their cheeks. Why didn't you tell us? Nick asked. You know we would have never asked this of you. It is the only way and the best way. This way I can rule here and you two can continue being amazing for all the other humans. I know the Fae and I know my bargain. You would have lost me eventually anyway. This way I'll be here where you can always find me and you two can go on as you always have. Estelle already had a touch of ice about her. Besides, a sacrifice works best when it's willing. This is for both of you and for me. I will send messages with the little ones so you'll always know that I'm sick. Well, you'll always know how I am. And she has said that I may visit you the day after the end of each winter. 
I love you both, but you love your work and would do much for your legacy. Now you are your legacy. Take this as a blessing, please, Papa. Oh, Estelle, my little star. Jessica snuffled and held their daughter close. Love you, Estelle whispered, and Nick and Jessica whispered it right back. One final squeeze, then Estelle stepped back. And the bargain is sealed, the queen said as she took Estelle's hand. Then, before Nick could blink, with an with a blade made of ice and magic, the queen sliced his daughter's throat open in a single swipe. The blood sprayed across the white snow and ice as the warm body landed with a soft thump on the ground. The smell of iron filled the air as the hot blood steamed on the ice. Nick screamed. Jessica wailed and the pair tried to rush to their daughter's side but the snow wound about their ankles and held them fast. Nick bellowed, how dare you? She wants to live, Jessica cried out. All the pair could do was watch though, as the queen's attendants lifted the body, dark hair rustling in the breeze, as it had when Estelle stood there moments before. And she shall, when the first ray of dawn touches the ground in your human realm, she shall awake, mortal no longer. You have had your goodbyes. You have your bargain. Now be gone. There is work to be done. A jingle of bells caught Nick's attention, and he turned just a moment to see what new fae approached. It was a bright sleigh of red pulled by a team of reindeer, but no driver nor passenger could be seen. Nick turned back, and to his shock and dismay, he and Jessica were alone in the woods, not a clearing to be seen, surrounded by fresh white snow. A voice whispered in his head, sharp as ice, the sleigh will take you to your new domain. And now, every year, Nick and Jessica work their hardest to fulfill their end of the bargain and wait for the day after the end of winter. Thank you for listening. I hope you um, appreciated, I don't know if enjoyed is the right term, um, this reimagining because the magic of Christmas seems like it might have been a fae sort of bargain. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.